0: Hey all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs, learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their cast, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Welcome back to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. This is Friday morning. It's Jacob. I'm your host, Jacob Lecker, on the podcast. This is a new segment we're probably going to try out just for this week, see how it goes. But this is the Friday morning drive to work the day before K State plays their football game tomorrow at Missouri. And a lot of K State fans go into that game. Um, and then so. But, well, we missed our podcast this week, the main one with me and Matt. And then I was thinking this morning thinking, we should probably do a rundown of the game prior to playing Missouri, one of the one of the oldest rivalries that k State has ever had. So here it is, the Friday morning drive. K State plays tomorrow in Columbia. It's about a three hour drive from me. Um, I was really hoping to go to this game, but it just didn't work out very well for me for my schedule and we're already uh we we're already beat from traveling last week, so um we're gonna stay home this weekend and watch it from watch it from the couch, watch it from a bar, we'll see, we'll find that one out. But eleven AM in Columbia, I know a ton of K State fans are going. And first things first on the Friday morning drive Let's talk about how well K-State fans travel for, like, every road game. I mean, think about it. Missouri hasn't sold out a non-conference home game since, like, I think 2012, was it? So K-State comes into Columbia, and it's the first time in over 10 years that Missouri has sold out a non-conference home game. And think about how often I mean come approach that thought with a little humility and imagine k state we are so grateful for how good our or i guess we should be we should be more grateful for how how appreciative our fan base is of Kansas State sports and Kansas State football because we consistently year after year sell out uh, our home games our non conference home games I mean think about it. Just this year alone, SEMA was a sellout. Troy was a sellout. You think about last year, um, Oh, who did we play last year? Tulane. I'm not sure if Tulane was a sellout. That day was so hot. But consistently just selling out even just non-conference games early in September when it's really hot. And a lot of the times we're playing FCS schools or Group 5 schools in these non-conference games. So be appreciative that K-State fans continually come back every year, <clears throat> and, you uh, know, I interact with a lot of Missouri fans down in Springfield, where I'm from, or where I live now, not where I'm from, but, and uh, Missouri fans, uh, This I guess going into the next subject of, Missouri fans just come off as very arrogant, and I talked about this with Matt on previous podcasts, but, man, do they think that they're hot shit because they have an SEC tag along with their name. And if you think about it, Missouri hasn't had, I want to say, I want to say it was like 2013 or 2014 was the last real good season they had. Other than that, they've been the six-win team year after year, just getting punched in the face uh, by the rest of the SEC just constantly. And so when we go in there this weekend – um i just there's a lot of um talk on twitter it's like this is the upset of the week and i'm just like missouri has played south dakota a team that that didn't have as good as year last year in the fcs as we expected and they struggled with them and then middle tennessee state at home they win by four and people are saying oh well missouri's already preparing themselves for k state the following week i'm like that is such nonsense that's not how that works and imagine if you get beat by middle tennessee state it, regardless they they played poorly they only won by four so that's got to be in the back of their minds this whole week and then you have you know eli dorkowitz saying who is who's colin klein and i don't know who colin klein is like who do you think you are eli drinkwitz you're eli drinkwitz <laughs> who are you you haven't done anything. You get a contract extension for winning six games last year and getting absolutely routed in your bowl game, I think. I can't remember. Um, my goodness, Missouri football. And and I interact with a lot of Missouri fans down here, and it's kind of hilarious how, how every interaction goes. And we, we were talking about this at work yesterday, and a lot of my coworkers are K-State grads. We're a bunch of engineers from K-State who came down to Springfield. And... uh Every time I interact with a Missouri fan, it's, you know, we don't hate you guys, but you guys hate KU, right? And we're just, like, trying to keep the peace. But like we say, yeah, we don't like KU. We don't, we don't we, We're okay with you guys. We don't like KU. But secretly, it's like, K-State fans and KU fans, I think, equally hate Missouri. <laughs> I think that's one of the few things that K-State and KU fans can agree on is absolutely hating Missouri's guts. And it's and it's for good reason too. I mean, just just leaving the Big Twelve alone for thinking that they're just better than the rest of the Big Twelve when they when they won the conference I think once in the Big Twelve, um, on a fluke season where they beat KU, KU was having one of their best seasons ever. So, um, but yeah, something I wanted to talk about as well. Missouri thinks that they have all this history with their football program and you look back all the way back to the the beginnings of the big eight so this was like 1960 around there 19 i want to say 1960 um i talked about this again on another podcast as bad as k-state had been for years for years and then k-state joins the big eight in 1960 or whatever whenever it started and to this day since the big eight the arrival of the big eight k-state wasn't a good football program till bill snyder clearly obviously you know if you're a k-state fan you know that and that was 1992 or 93 was the first year that k-state even won a bowl game um so since 1960, K-State has more 11-win seasons, or maybe it's, maybe it's double-digit uh, double-digit win seasons, since the advent invent, uh, in, invention advent of the Big Eight, which was 1960. 20, almost 30 years prior to K-State being relevant in football. So bring that up to any Missouri fan you interact with this weekend, because if they say, well, K-State has, you know, they go with the bingo card. K-State has no national championships. K-State, uh, they were so bad for so long. You guys have a horrible, you know, we own the all-time record, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, you do realize that K-State has better a better football program within the last 30 years than you do within the last 60 years, right? So that's my morning rant. Friday morning drive. Uh, beautiful day, and uh, I think it's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow as well. I think the weather's calling for about 80 degrees, um, at least here. And uh, K-State comes off a big victory versus Troy. Give Troy credit last week. They they looked a lot better um, than the score. I think uh, I think the, the score provides. Um, Troy had uh, one wide receiver come up with some huge catches. I was, I was getting a little annoyed with him, but you know, hats off to him for making some huge catches. They, they cut it to, what was it, fourteen to ten before the half, and then, fortunately, we decided we were gonna kick it into high gear and go no huddle. And um, Phillip Brooks breaks free for, a, I think it was a thirty-yard scamper there to make it twenty-one to ten at half, and then uh, after that, it was all K-State and. And Matt said it before the game at our tailgate that uh, he he kind of expected the game to go exactly the way it did. He's like, it's gonna be tough in the first half, but but the the depth is gonna show in the second half, and that's basically what happened. Um, K State kind of knocked him out of the water when Troy tried to run the ball. I mean, I think I think the last two games, K State's only averaging giving up like thirty or so rushing yards a game. Um, so K State's rush defense was awesome. Uh, pass defense has a little bit to be desired, from in my opinion. Um, but uh, I don't, I don't expect Missouri this week to throw the ball too much. I mean, they're they're going to try to throw the ball, but Missouri, Missouri's offense clearly is not clicking quite yet. And so I I expect I expect K State to go into Columbia and. I think the spread right now is about five and a half. Again, I'm I'm speaking off the top of my head right now. It's Friday morning drive to work. <laughs> um, the spread is about five and a half, and I kind of expect K State to cover that. People are betting very heavy on K State to cover. I think it's like in the ninety percentile. Uh, so, um, and if you have a gambling problem, don't call Matt. He doesn't want to deal with your gambling problems anymore. So call the gambling hotline. And get get yourself some help. And we're sponsored by Nobody because we're just not that funny, I guess. <laughs> so this was the Friday Morning Drive with your host, Jacob, on The Lecker Room. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay safe if you're traveling to Colombia. And go Cats. This has been The Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.